I end up at Maya's house. Truth be told, that's the farthest I can go in Uncle Carlos's neighborhood before the houses start looking the same. It's that weird time between day and night when the sky looks like it's on fire and mosquitoes are on the hunt. All of the lights at the Yang house are already on, which is a lot of lights. Their house is big enough for me and my family to live with them and have a little wiggle room. Good afternoon and welcome to our next edition of the Hate You Give podcast. I'm Miss Huff and with me today is... Cece, nice to meet y'all. So we are in chapters 14 and 15 and we are to the point where um, Star has watched at Maya's house um, the interview with 115, uh, well with his dad on the TV. And what really hit me is actually her reaction to it afterwards. She said, I can't breathe. Like I'm drowning in tears I refuse to shed. I won't give 115 or his father the satisfaction of crying. Tonight, they shot me too, more than once, and killed a part of me. Unfortunately for them, it's the part that felt any hesitation about speaking out. So that hit me emotionally. The I'm drowning in tears that I refuse to shed this feeling of not being able to breathe and being so sad, but refusing to give in. That's such a strong will that I see in her. But um, she says, they shot me more than once. Unfortunately, what they killed is the part that felt any hesitation. And I had a question there. Um, She sees what he's done in public and she was always afraid of backlash. But I really kind of wonder, I get that she wants to speak out for Khalil, and I'm really happy she's doing it. But I wonder at the fact that she's no longer afraid, even though she has seen Haley's reaction to Officer 115 and knows what it's going to be like at school. So I wonder if she just no longer cares or if she actually isn't afraid. I think it's a little bit of both because she knows the consequences, but she's also seeing this interview and what they're saying and then what everyone else is saying, like, oh, he's a thug. Oh, he's drug dealer. He deserved it. This and that. But, like, she knows him. Like, that's her brother, in a sense. Like, that is a part of her. And killing her, like, best friend, her, her brother in that sense, was a killing a part of her it just enraged her to a point so it's it's rage and it's not it's not that she's not afraid it's just that there's so much more than that that she has to get out a longing for a longing for justice i think yeah this justice for khalil uh, you know with the protest it struck me that that's what they were all chanting at her school was justice for khalil even though they were doing it to get out of class they didn't really want justice they wanted to get out of class yeah, we've had experience with the protests and good half and half. Last year was fun. <laughs> but, yeah. People who just protest the- because they want to get out of class versus people who protest for a cause. Yeah, but still, you can still see that there are some people still out there trying to get justice for, you know, this black boy that was shot for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like, Whatever, like, people may see, like, oh, they're just, you know, some of the kids are there to have fun. There's still some kids there who think, like, you know, there should be justice for this. Some are there for for the right reasons. They're there because 
were trying to say that we stand together, trying to be an ally. There are people who are trying to do the right thing at Stars School. Um, and I think that leads into kind of the other thing that I was thinking about this week, which is Star's conversation with her mom, where her, she asks her about Haley and the fact that Haley has done some pretty awful things recently and insinuated that Khalil deserved to die and told Star that she was... Um, running slow because she ate too much fried chicken and some of the other things that she said that really hit Star as racist. Um, you know, when she talks to her mom about it, her mom says, I learned that people make mistakes and you have to decide if those mistakes are bigger than your love for them. And she tells uh, Star to make a list of the good and bad about Haley. And I think that's interesting because, uh, you know, some of those people who are being allies are there for the right reason. And maybe this is the first really good thing some of them have done. You know, some of us encounter people who have the capacity for great good, but also the capacity for immense bad decisions. Yes. And I wonder where the line is on who you keep in your life and who you don't. And I like that her mom wants her to be intentional about it. Yeah. I have been thinking about that too, like a pros and cons. You also have to think like, what is like the gravity of those pros and cons? Like you can have a billion pros and a few cons, but the gravity that they would have on each other instead like oh their jokes are funny versus they outward insulted me yeah it's star's dad that's an interesting pro con list with her mom and shows a huge heart because what she says is that yeah maverick went and was with another woman while he was with me and the result is seven and he was supposed to be faithful to me and has a child by somebody else in the middle of our relationship. But the good outweighed the bad. And she stayed with him and chose to love Seven. Because she says it's not his fault. And that shows her mom to me is like having a huge heart and capacity for forgiveness. And thankfully, it looks like she's being proven right. Like, it looks like Star's dad probably does deserve that. Goodness, that would be enough. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hamilton! I'm, I'm still caught up on that. to Hamilton are really? fabulous. Yeah. Um, anything else in this that really hits you as important and impactful or... You called to think again about people in your life and the good they do versus otherwise, or when it is time to make the decision to act versus to be afraid. I think we should act as soon as possible, not like when something happens, like another kid gets shot or arrested for no reason, or another school is shot up for no reason, and after we start thinking after the tragedy happens we start thinking hmm, maybe we should do this we should be thinking about that 
in the first place? Like, how can we, you know, see what's wrong and help improve it? Not just metal detectors at schools or clear backpacks, but how can we fix the issue that causes people to want to bring a gun to a school and do something awful? Exactly. I mean, I'm all for keeping the guns out of schools, but I want to know how to fix the societal problems too. And I'm not always sure what I can do. I guess I just have to start with being kind to the people around me as kind of corny as that sounds. Yeah, a little, well, there's this um, thing in, um, I'm personally not exactly just all Wiccan myself, mm -hmm. but um, there is this thing in Wicca called the threefold law. You bring out, comes three times back to you. And I think we should do that. Like implement that in our daily lives. Like I'll give a dollar to your friend who's like a dollar short for their lunch. Something good will happen from it. Say hi to a stranger today. Smile at a little kid because they don't, they don't need to know the world is as awful as, <laughs> as it is yet. I heard a teacher say something about that earlier today. You know, somebody in their class had said, well, I can do that. And the teacher's response was, you absolutely can. You just have to accept the consequences of your choice. You know, whatever it is you want to do, whether it's I'm going to put kindness out there and I'm going to smile at somebody or I'm going to help somebody with the money they have or issue they're having or whatever. But also recognize that if I want to procrastinate on my assignment for my USF class, I can do that. I can choose to be late. I just have to accept the consequences. I'm probably not going to get a very good grade. Or I just um, 3 a.m., six cups of coffee. Right. With a seven-page double-spaced essay. That's, that's kind of your own fault. A yeah. Little. I have to accept that consequence. Um, but I'm, I think I'm going to try to be try to think about these things and what the consequences are of the people in my life, of the choice to act out or not, and, and how to put out more kindness. And I do, because you know I'm, I'm with the NAACP, so I do go to marches, I go to parades, um, I go to the meetings, we talk about like the problems and how we can make it better, because we are the next generation, and we're old enough in the to next generation. To make an impact. To, like understand and make an impact like they say i love that like, you have a voice thank you like i've had um people tell me but you're just a kid like you can't have all these like political opinions fun fact it was um, a member of my family because i was trying to get into the family conversation <laughs> but i'm like a part of all these things i have eyes i can read the news i see like what's affecting me or not like um last year with um Stoneman Douglas. Mm -hmm. Afterwards, we're all like, wow, oh my goodness, how could a thing happen? Because for some reason, we're still surprised that it happens. Right. Which is a little sad. Especially when it happens kind of close to you. Yeah. It's in Florida this time. Yeah. They thought it was us because we're both the Eagles. Right. Some people thought it was us. So it's something like that. Like, I've had um, adults tell me, like, but you shouldn't, like, have any political opinions yet. You're still really little. And You're not really little. I'm almost <laughs> I'm almost a legal adult. And right. I, yeah. Let's be prepared for when you hit 18 and can actually cast a vote by, I can ha vote. by learning about it. I can vote in the next presidential election. Mm -hmm. Like, that's 
thing that's happening. But also for kids who are younger than me, like my younger sister, who's like a couple mm-hmm. years younger than me, like both of us are in school. We're old enough to get shot. Why don't we have, you know, why aren't we old enough to have a voice? <laughs> to say, I don't want somebody to bring a gun to my school. I want something to be done about this. Yeah. It affects me. I can stand up for it. I And I like that Star says, bringing it back, that she's going to stand up and speak out. And I'm excited to see how her voice makes an impact. Thanks for talking about this with me this week. Of course. Um, guys, again, please comment on Twitter and on Edsby and let us know what you think. And I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Bye. Bye.